Okay, so <laughs> uh, it's there's it, it really is just weird to do the fake outro. Yeah, it's time to check off the uh, the bingo box for you can tell they recorded this outro not at all with the rest of the episode. <laughs> uh, we don't do it every time though, but we do it maybe fifty percent of the time at this point. <laughs> and yeah, recently it has been more yeah. than fifty percent. Yeah. Um. Listen, listen again next fortnight for more for more Fortnite um, news. System Shock. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh god, I forgot. I forgot that that's the game Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the other day. Why is it called Fortnite? Do you know that? <laughs> because in your if because in war you're in your you're in a fort. Mm-hmm. And. Two weeks. I don't know. L- listen, if you're in your fort and war is happening, two weeks feels like a measure of time that makes sense to me. Okay. But is like that at all related to <laughs> the game? Is there even a war? Oh, oh, on? oh, why the video game Fortnite is called Fortnite? <laughs> yes. No. I thought even why Fortnite's <laughs> like we're called Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've got oh. that squared away. I know. I I feel <laughs> I feel okay. Just that that's a word, but I don't understand why that's why that word is also the name of like the most popular video game in the world. That's a really good point. That question is a really good question. Yeah, because like you're doing it for a lot less than two weeks, <laughs> or a lot more. Like if you're. I mean, in the individual, in the fiction of the game, oh, one yeah. round lasts less than a fortnight. Yeah. But well, like maybe minutes. because 11-year-olds play it for fortnights at a time <laughs> without cease. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like, I, I wonder if, I mean, when we played it, I just like, every time I see video of it or anything, I just don't understand the construction aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But maybe an essential part of the conceit of the game was the fact that you're building yourself a fort. Yeah, that maybe that probably is it. <laughs> that probably is it. Because I know like Fortnite would be an interesting one to do an episode on. We're not doing it, but <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Why wouldn't we? We had a lot of fun that day we played Fortnite. <laughs> I know. Me that. and Devin, we played Fortnite once in our whole lives, right? Have you played it other than that one time? No. I haven't either. And we played it in one time and we together. won. Yeah. Yeah, we played it together Actually, in we, the same we played, room. We played a couple of rounds. We won the first round that we did. Oh, we that's lost, true. lost, I think, like the second round, and then that was it. Yeah. We we literally, our, our KD ratio, our WL ratio is like... One to one? One two. Oh, did we play Oh, yeah, one, one, one. Yeah. I forgot. Yes. I just forgot for a second how KD ratios work. It's going to say like 50%. It's not a ratio, though. Uh... But like I feel like from what I understand of like when that game was like made is like the like how Fortnite is is like a mistake almost. Where like they were like they were trying to make like a more of just like a building game. And then they really? they made like the like battle royale thing as just like oh here's like a mode that like we could also have in the game. And then that just oh, became really? the game because it became so popular. Wow. Yeah, we should do an episode on Fortnite. I just want to know more about this. It's probably, I mean, I think a lot of the times 
I don't know. I would bet Roblox is a counterexample of what I'm about to say. But I feel like often the games that become, or the things that become mm-hmm. part of kid culture, mm-hmm. that 11 year olds get obsessed episode? with. <laughs> oh, we should. I don't. I really don't understand what Roblox need, is. I think we would need level. to do like a Roblox season <laughs> to really understand it. Uh, I don't think we could look into like the like the the gaping maw of like of Roblox and not like. <laughs> Be, not like stay sane <laughs> unless I think yeah it unless we like fully prepare ourselves <laughs> <laughs> we'd come out of it with more questions than answers for sure have you seen the um <laughs> have you seen the like thing about like there's like a uh, like like a parent panic or whatever with like Roblox and like <gasps> kids like like saying like like t- like chatting like 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 getting into like a room with like another like player and then being like like let's have sex or whatever. <laughs> Just like really straight that makes up sense. like uh. But what is funny is like that is just like Club Penguin. I know, yeah. Like, like, I was literally like, thinking, like, that's what was happening guys. on Gaia Online, too, like, <laughs> yeah. when I was, like, in middle school. Yeah. It's um, like, that's just what kids do. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> kids with the internet. Although, I do feel like Roblox is, like, a younger demographic than Club Penguin was, and therefore, that is a little creepy. Really? Like, what is... How well, young is Roblox? When, I don't actually know. This is questions we'll answer in the Roblox episode. <laughs> um, I feel like it's in my head. It's like, well, because it's Legos. It feels like it's it's Legos. Basically, right? Aren't the like characters? Here's also the thing: is I literally don't know what Roblox is. <laughs> like, um, but yeah. it looks like Legos. Okay, I thought it was like I mean, you could make blocks. your own like graphics, or like they like it can look like different things. Is like the default well, like. Like Lego looking yeah. guys. The characters in the, if you Google Roblox, you get pictures of the same characters and they all look like Lego guys. Okay. Yeah. They do look, um, they do look like Lego guys. But you know, there's, there's something, Fortnite is like obviously kind of obnoxious or whatever. It's like not like, but there's something about Roblox that is like unhinged. I think. Oh yeah. No, 100%. Also uh, like, in a different way than Fortnite. Cause also apparently it's like, like the real problem with it is that it's like, it has like child labor issues and stuff. <laughs> cause like the, thing, cause like the thing with Roblox is like, like you're like, you can like make your own games and like sell them on Roblox. And so like kids are like making oh, the wow. content for Roblox. Apparently. So like little kids are like accidentally making tons of money. Yeah. I don't know if the, well, well, maybe I don't know. Like, but I feel like also probably part of the thing is like you barely make any actual money. It's like Roblox makes like seventy percent of the money or whatever. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know what the actual thing is, but I like, like what the actual like. Uh, let me see if I can find out. But it is like they make like most of it. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh wow. That is okay. A very uh, creators conundrum. make twenty seven cents per dollar. So yeah. Okay. So I mean that's not abysmal, but that's not good. No, I mean like, can you imagine if you like 
released like an album on Bandcamp and you only made like yeah, but it's like but Ro- of, I mean, yes, it's not the same. But Roblox, but also it's like in Roblox, the games you're making are with like the Roblox like designer thing. Yeah. So it's like if I made a Mario Maker level and I sold it and it made twenty seven cents per the per dollar, I'd be kind of like happy about that. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I think more pro- like the, the problem people have is like it's like mostly kids doing it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's just kind of weird that it's being sold at all. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I guess it makes sense because like since there's so many people using it, it's gonna make you a ton of money. But like, hmm. Jesus Christ, Roblox uh, revenue for twenty twenty nine hundred and twenty four million dollars. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Truly insane. Wow. Well, um so thank you for listening, I guess. No, no, no. do you want what if we make this the intro to the next episode okay, and yes, then we yes. leave Yeah, this is the intro. Okay, now. Yeah. But we're going to leave this part in. <laughs> I I'm sorry, I misspoke. I meant welcome to gameography. <laughs> uh where as we continue to look at our own cyberpunk uh, dystopia and uh, system shock um, this week on gameography. Roblox is like a cyberpunk reality. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like these kids are growing up like in a cyberpunk dystopia. One of the kids that is making these Roblox levels is having the seeds planted in their head to become the protagonist of cyberpunk and be like a hacker guy. They're, yeah, they're going to hack and take down Roblox. <laughs> the Roblox like mainframe is going to become a, sen- a sentient AI, <laughs> an evil sentient AI. Jesus Christ. And it's like it's like <laughs> it's like the little image would just be like the Roblox head, like the Lego guy head, but like made to look really evil. And it's like, you foolish children, I will crush you all. <laughs> no, it would weaponize the children against the adults. That's what it would do. Oh, it would be like, it turns it's time them into to like kill your parents. Cyborgs. <laughs> oh my God. That'd actually be like a good like horror movie. Slash, do you think like, we could get the rights to Roblox from <laughs> Roblox? Uh... Yeah, if they if they make if they get to make like a seventy seven percent of the money from our movie, then <laughs> I would be fine with that. Honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Okay, is that the intro? Okay. <laughs> every like every like four sentences we'd say, I would just, I would just think to myself like, we're still doing the outro, <laughs> like. <laughs> Tell me about Carmine, because, uh, <laughs> so okay, we well, talked well, about, uh, okay. Well, so, so their, their solution to, to all of this is we're going to have audio logs and it's a mixture. It's not literally all dead people. Cause it's a mixture of like, sometimes people are like calling you and they're alive, <laughs> but yeah, but, but you yeah. are also finding a lot of, um, like literally audio logs of like you find a little yeah. thing that somebody recorded and they're like they're like hey bro also also the it's... code to open this door is four five one or whatever <laughs> hey bro <laughs> also you get something very rare in this game which is i can't think of another example of this which is where 
as you are fighting the the antagonist, the antagonist emails you <laughs> consistently. Yeah. Uh-huh. That never happens in anything else. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, um so but yeah, the but yeah, it's like it's it's it, it, the I, I think I, I'm very fascinated by the like uh Spoon River anthology. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? And because it's like it is the godfather, the grandfather of like this storytelling device mm-hmm. that you see in like so in like all the games we're gonna cover from here on out. Basically. Well, yeah, just like every modern game, essentially. Like, but not not really though, because it's like there's plenty yeah. of games where you don't have this like found. But there's a lot that you do found footage <laughs> where it's like yeah, but it's like that. I mean, when I was when I was a a, a young a young boy mm-hmm. in nigh but seventh grade um playing fallout 3 that's what like blew me away about fallout was the way that you discover a narrative through like what feels very real in the game like just like truly dropped documents Mm -hmm. and like um random little like computer files yeah and that's been like one of my favorite things since and this game is essentially like the origin of that right Mm mm-hmm there's like a little bit of that um, in like Ultima Underworld, but there's like where you oh you'll, really like I found a like a document like it was like a letter to, written to somebody, but yeah, it's like it it really does start here. I would say where it's like that's like the yeah. whole like way mm. that the narrative is being like told to you, and it's like yeah, I'd say also what's interesting is like it's more. I would say it's more complex here than it is in most later examples. Like, yeah, where it's like it, like it doesn't lay things out super clearly to you. <laughs> like, you really have yeah. to like pay attention and like understand. Like, oh, that's like okay, it's this guy that they're talking about. Like, they mm-hmm. don't like, like I feel like in a lot of like modern games that do this it'll be like you find an audio line it's like part one of this like story and then you find part two of the same story and then you find part three and it's like okay <laughs> yeah. now I, I understand the whole story but in this it's like you find like a random like snippet of a of a thing and then like an hour or two later you'll find like something that references that <laughs> yeah um, yeah yeah it's very i mean yeah compared to a lot of other games, it not only it's, it's yeah, more like authentic and therefore like harder to de- decipher yeah. sometimes much in like the way that it would be if you were actually finding like real people's dropped like, um, writings. Yeah. But then also it's, it's like, it is, it is the only way that you get virtually all information. Mm-hmm. So it makes, cause like in like fallout or like Skyrim, it's like you, it's almost like flavor text type stuff or like little tiny, like just little stories that are kind of like, like, Ooh, Ooh, interesting. <laughs> but it's not rarely in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Do you find like a, a note in someone's pocket that then reveals something essential to exactly, the game? Yeah. Whereas that's, like, that's literally how this game starts. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that that's very intentional where to get open that door, yeah. it's like, you have to go through three pages of your own writing. Uh-huh. And it's like, I, when I got there, I was like, wait, I don't, I don't, how do I open this? And then I was like, oh, I see what they're trying to give me. <laughs> yeah. To and do. they keep doing that. Like that's, that's something mm-hmm. that I thought was like really cool too, was like, you really have to like pay attention to those because like, yeah, there's often like somebody would be like, oh, like you like to do this, like you need 
you need this item, which is like over here. And it's like, you just wouldn't know that if yeah. you didn't listen to the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most, yeah. And, and I think it's like with a lot of this game, it's like, it's so still like wonderful in its design and like, um, not doesn't feel dated in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I think the, it's like, there is a middle ground where it's like you don't. It, it, it'd be horrible to make everything in this like way easier in terms of finding the information. Like that would take a lot of the fun out of it. But in in things like uh, like in Outer Wilds, for example, because I just played that recently, it's like it's a similar thing where you get all the information through found documents, but then it gives you the information again in a concise place right. when you need yeah, to like yeah, sort yeah. back mm-hmm. to it. Whereas, like, when you're playing this and it's like, where the fuck did they mention that? <laughs> yeah, and you have, like, literally a hundred mm-hmm. little, like, things you have to go back to. Yeah. And just and it's the same with the map, where if they just gave you, like, little indications of the places you had been to, that would make the, like, going back over stuff so much easier. Yeah, yeah you got to write your own notes. Mm. <laughs> did you write your own notes? Yeah. It's, like, how, like, wow. I got through it. Because, like, I feel like that is, like, like I would want that in just like any like I feel like no games do that besides like I've never seen another game except for Ultima Underworld do that because like what I would like I feel like how you play this game or how I played it was like you often find like locked doors and stuff yeah. and so I'd like make a like a note on the map to be like this door is locked and then like later when I like found the like thing to unlock it or whatever i would know like okay this is where <laughs> this is where i need to go back yeah. to because otherwise it is like it can be very confusing of like yeah um and also like speaking of difficult the difficulty stuff it is interesting i don't know if you like looked this up when you because like when you start the game there's like um it like has you choose the difficulty and it's like there's like three like levels yeah, on like it, like all these different like areas like combat yeah. and like puzzles and stuff and i was just like yeah i like the the problem with it is like it doesn't tell you what any of it means <laughs> so i was yeah. like i'm just gonna leave it as is but like um it does seem like like if you turn down like the like um like I guess it's the mission um difficulty. Like it makes okay. the stuff of like needing to like know like what number to punch into the key code and stuff, like it, it might just get rid of that, like and, really? and like if you turn okay. down like combat to the easiest one, it's like yeah. It just makes it so the enemies don't attack you really. Like unless you attack them first. <laughs> so like you can make it like essentially just like a like I want to like see the story which that's funny. I almost I almost wouldn't mind doing yeah, which, that. Th- it, like that is like also like I feel like a very modern thing. But like that's what like a lot of like a lot of like new games will like have modes like that where it's like you can just like turn it on like story mode essentially. <laughs> Which is interesting. Oh, that's funny. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, like Minecraft. (laughs) Yeah, like Minecraft story mode. (laughs) 
So, so Tim sent me a message yesterday. With th- he said, "Are you going to talk about these three things?" And we've we've talked about <laughs> yeah, two said, of those things. I said the River Spoon oh, anthology. Might die actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, night dive, and then um, a, a little, a little, a little 1986 title called Carmine. <laughs> I think it is. It is actually Carmine. That's like that's oh, like it? how it's like in uh, Katakana because it's a oh, Japanese wow. only. Like it was only released in Japan for like Japanese computers, essentially. Um, but yeah. So could could we theoretically even play it? I uh, like I was like <laughs> I was like kind of loosely looking that up yesterday, like last night, and like it maybe. Uh, like I'm okay. sure you could. Like I found a YouTube video of someone playing it, but like, okay. uh, I mean, it would be. I'm sure it would be difficult, and also it is. And I'm sure that you could play it, and I couldn't. But yeah. also like. <laughs> When I was watching that video, like it starts with like this like text scroll of just like the okay. like the the setup to the story, and it was scrolling so fast. I was like, I can't read this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I maybe could not play this game. <laughs> also, it just also it seems very complicated. Like from yeah from looking at it, <laughs> it, it definitely seemed like um I feel like it 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 gave System Shock a run for its money of like. <laughs> confusing uh like user yeah interface. it's like what is happening <laughs> there's like like i just it was like a it, it's like an rpg where you have like choices and the choices like come out of each other in little text boxes and then as you're moving around there's like was it an image of the character and then there's a 2d map and a and a 3d <laughs> polygonal like simulated map as you move through like yeah a maze. it's also one of the like f- similar to like the System slot, system slot, <laughs> slash, uh, system slot, uh, Ultima under, Underworld of like being like one of the first three games. Like, this is really one of the first, like, like it, <laughs> I would borderline say it's not even 3D, but like it has 3D yeah. elements. Like, yeah. you can walk down like yeah. corridors that are like kind of 3D, but then a lot mm-hmm. of it is also just like 2D images. But Tim, and so it why also, did you? It might be it might be the first game with audio okay, yeah. logs in it. That's why I had it because on like the um, the, main, the operative on... word is might. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really have the data for this TBH <laughs> because, but it's on the on the yeah. Well, like there's nothing on that page that really says it has them right. Besides the fact that it's like tagged as has it, having it. Oh no! Well, uh, well, I guess I don't know. But um, on the Giant Bomb mm-hmm. page, giantbomb.com page for audio logs, yeah, it's or maybe it was in System Shock. Uh, one yeah, of the two. I, I it was saying the, the like log thing too. Yeah, it was like System Shock one and two were like the first games to like pop popularize it. But there was that it was present in Carmine, the first Metal Gear mm-hmm. in the form of like radio transmissions or something. Yeah. It said. And then, and then, like Chrono Trigger and another game. And I, out of all those ones, this was by far the earliest. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like it, theoretically it must be right. Yeah, maybe. Like it's 1986. <laughs> Anything that happens in it could easily be the first time that thing. For happened. sure. Yeah. Like I, in that video, I didn't see any evidence of them, but I also didn't watch the whole thing. So, 
Maybe. Yeah. And I was, it was also only like the first like 10 minutes of the game, so. <laughs> yeah. So, it's distinctly like a very possible. interesting game. Yeah, no, it seems really. It's like a. It's also a cyberpunk game. <laughs> this is the first game to be a cyberpunk. <laughs> and it's like. First of all, it's it starts. It is September 2008. <laughs> oh, wow. That was cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. In the in the decade of Sufjan Stevens, well, <laughs> yeah, um, that was what it, while that game came out or it, it took place. Mm-hmm. While that game took place, Amy Poehler was still on <laughs> SNL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like <laughs> a really weird like that said that. like horror game, like cyberpunk slash horror? horror. Yeah, like there's weird like Whoa. apparently there's like gory like stuff in it. Um, one mm. of like the screenshots on that page is like, oh, like a woman's like face bleeding. <laughs> I think like one of oh yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, right like now. one of her eyes is missing. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, it has like, oh this game just it's like black background, white text in Japanese, and these like how would you describe these images? Like lo-fi. They're like kind of like there's a name for this like it's like um really like dithered like pixel art where it's like yeah which is like that style of like alternating two colors like back and forth to make a pattern yeah to like to like make a new like shade or like kind of like a yeah i guess like shade is all yeah. as what i would say and like and like a gradient uh-huh. yeah, type, yeah 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 right yeah um, but yeah, and it's like the fact it's like dithered pixel art anime. Mm-hmm. For some reason, in my head, that's like linked to horror. <laughs> like to me, that's that's that just makes me yeah. Scared. Well, also like a lot of stuff has like like a kind of like that like kind of matrix green like <laughs> uh, yeah, like, which makes everything look like kind of horrific too. Um, definitely, like you should look up like screenshots of it if you. Look up Carmi. This game is so weird looking. <laughs> this is a game I I feel um positive that will never there'll never be an English version of it. <laughs> <laughs> or like a or like I, a I would strongly yeah. agree with that. Yeah, they're not they're not this looking not to remake coming to game. Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> uh yeah, I also feel like if you had known about this a couple months ago, it'd be on the season of gameography. <laughs> yeah, Tim would Tim would have to like uh, learn Japanese first. <laughs> but also, I looked yeah. up, or at least on the like Giant Bomb page for the the company that made it, like they didn't make any other games. So I don't know what happened. Oh, really? Wow. I don't know if they like it's just not in there, or if they really didn't. Like that, like yeah. They just they were like, we did it. <laughs> we we said what we needed to say. <laughs> I mean, they probably did. Um, okay, so back to System Shock. You want to talk about uh, cyberspace? <laughs> talk about it? just cyberspace. What are you? Tell like, me your thoughts on the, on cyberspace. Uh, I so before I even got to it in the game i had seen like you know 
people talk about it online and I've seen like a little like images of it. And so I was, I just think what if like, like what if you're just playing the game and you don't know what you're doing and you're, and you're like, Oh, to open this door, I need to go to the computer and you go to, and just bam, you're just floating in 3d. (laughs) Even knowing it was coming, it was still like wildly disorienting and surprising. Uh And it's just completely bonkers. Mm -hmm. Like, Like to, it's like, um, like everything is just wireframes and like the yeah. world is completely black with just like thin yeah. like it's like the like v- like the earliest like um kind of like version of 3D like in like the 70s or mm. whatever like in like Star Wars isn't there isn't like in at the end of Star Wars like there are little like it's sequence that, like cyberspace yeah. it basically is that is there wow Where it's like i do not it's like know when you're like looking or like when he's looking at like the the like targeting computer and he's like oh that sounds that sounds plausible yeah, yeah. that's what it reminds me of at least but it's just like yeah impossible to get your bearings <laughs> basically because yeah. there's no like depth to anything I guess I would say. And then also it 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 becomes like you're free floating so you can completely spin around in any yeah. direction and you're constantly moving yeah. forward and the controls changed yeah. from W A S D to W A X D. Oh, do they? They did for me at least. I don't know. I mean literally. Maybe I just I, never I, used <laughs> like that. Maybe I just never used X. <laughs> but like Oh, just like turn down. I would just like I would just like <laughs> um, use my mouse to like point in the direction and just always go forward is what I would do. Maybe not optimal, but that's how I did it. <laughs> okay. Because like yeah, you're always moving forward. So if you like turn, you'll just start going in that direction. Is is the way it seemed to work. I'm honestly really confused. Wait, could you? I, I feel like I wasn't. Could you just like steer with your mouse? Mm-hmm. Was I doing that, or was I just not doing that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Because, yeah, that would make more, a lot more sense than using d- the keys. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, but also, I kind of, like, like it's, like, very, like, clunky and disorienting and, like, kind of frustrating, but also I, like, love it. <laughs> because yeah. it's, like, the most, like, cyberpunk aesthetic, and also, like, the music during it is, like, so good. Oh yeah. It just like Yeah, I do Yeah. I love that that's like it is a perfect representation of the goofiest cyberpunkiest mm-hmm. like idea of what hacking yeah. is like from yeah. like the 90s, yeah. you know? Like like you couldn't have that that like vibe boiled down Yeah, like better. you're literally like you hacking is like flying around in this like this little space and there's like evil programs like shooting you and they're like they're like shaped like faces and stuff <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like truly insane <laughs> you're going down these like winding uh-huh. corridors and like bouncing off the walls yeah. and stuff yeah it is it actually is yeah. really awesome <laughs> and especially because it's not too common and it's not too like high stakes mm-hmm. you know like you just kind of yeah like you do, I don't know, if it didn't fe- you do have to do them, like because yeah, but it's you'll like you'll do stuff in them that interacts with like the real world, like you unlock yeah, doors like, 
and stuff exactly. through there. And like you'll also yeah. like get information from them sometimes. Mm. Um Yeah, but it's not like um, But yeah, it's like a pretty small it's part not of it. Crazy game. hard. Yeah. Exactly. Well that's yeah. that's I wonder if like the old controls or something were like a lot harder because like when I was reading about the game like people are talking about like how that stuff is re- like the cyberpunk stuff or not cyberpunk the cyberspace stuff is really like hard <laughs> and uh oh really and Doug Church like like talked about how he felt like that was like the like the weakest part of the game where like he said mm. like they felt like they had to I mean, do it because they were like they're like he's oh, a hacker yeah. like we should put <laughs> we should put hacking in. but then he was yeah. like but like we like maybe didn't spend enough time on it or something <laughs> also i <laughs> i could see i can see where both sides yeah, are coming from like yeah because i didn't find it that hard like it would be occasionally very frustrating i will definitely say that where it's like you yeah. i'll just like i would just keep dying at a certain part because it's like mm-hmm. you could you can die very quickly from those from those yeah. big old evil faces <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to like start over from the beginning of that cyberspace part. I wanted to talk about the story. So we've already talked about like obviously like the audio logs and just like kind of how the story is mm-hmm. told. Um oh, we haven't talked about um apart from just the audio logs, like there's a lot of um like they do a lot of story t- storytelling just through like the levels themselves like this has got to be one of the first examples of like again this is another thing that just became like a like i want to say like a meme (laughs) almost (laughs) of of just like a thing that's like it's so standard to see in like games but it's like in Mm -hmm. in this where it's like in i think starting in maybe the first level but but definitely the second level where like You'll see like words like written in blood on the wall and stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like they'll be like get out or whatever. Where like yeah, God, that is. <laughs> it's like it's like a thing you don't realize. So it's not you couldn't really call it mm-hmm. a meme, but it's like that is like a trope of video oh, games. Yeah, 100 percent is. Um, <laughs> but I feel like this is one of the got to be one of the earliest examples of that. Yeah, is there any of that in Doom? I I don't think so. I really it wouldn't be out of place in Doom, but I think you're right. Yeah. But uh, but like and then like beyond that like something that I feel it does set it apart from Doom is like the levels themselves like the different levels of the space station are all like um they're all like unique and they all are like yeah. They're like they're like both game levels, but they're also like you can see how they were just like the space station. You know what I mean? Where it's like yeah, yeah. one of the like later levels that you get to is like um is like where like people were living essentially. And so like you'll like mm. go into like rooms. There's like a whole thing of like where people were like and there's like beds and stuff. And and of yeah. course there's like dead people in there and stuff. Because everything's <laughs> everything's gone to heck, of but like, 
I don't know that like that stuff is all really cool. Yeah. And and also how like they they like respect the like again like the fact that it's supposed to be a space station and that like you're like going up these levels of the space station and like essentially they all have like a similar layout in a way where it's like they're all like kind of circular like these big Mm. like circular Mm -hmm. levels so it's like you can see how like oh like yeah this makes sense that this is like above the one i was just like at yeah oh you're right yeah like they all they all kind of are like broken or most of them are like kind of broken in these like quadrants where there's like a north east west south kind of different areas yeah um yeah alpha delta alpha beta delta (laughs) gamma um but then I also just want to talk about the story because, like, I feel like this is probably, like, the first game we've played this season where they're, like, there's actually a story to talk about that's, like, <laughs> more <laughs> yeah. than just, like, yeah. a line or whatever. <laughs> I mean, we didn't finish Ultima yeah. Underworld, but, like, that is a story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, To yes, some degree? Yes. I'm sure that, I'm sure probably, there's, and it, I mean, I'm sure there's a story, I yeah, like there, there's a and it's, setup, it's, and I'm sure yeah. like there's like interesting <laughs> stuff, but like, yeah, and it's like it, it makes sense coming from these yeah. guys too because it, it's also the one with like the most defined like kind of world and like mm-hmm. lore, right? Compared to any yeah. of the games we've talked about. Okay, Pi Mania <laughs> has a pretty good story. Okay, that is true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, uh, I guess one of the things I guess like that. Uh, with regards to like the making of the game that that would like <laughs> make make this make sense is that like they did um hire like specifically like writers mm, i think yeah. and i think they like starting with ultima underworld um but like they hired and that's like where obviously like they hired people who like had like backgrounds in like writing and literature and stuff, <laughs> which makes then makes sense why like they like were like oh let me base this on this hundred year old like poem collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah, That's why there's not many games that are inspired by poem yeah. analogies. Yeah, yeah, not enough English majors in there. <laughs> Definitely you need to change things. Um, but like so we so we talked about like the start of the game. And then, like, I feel like we should, like, let's just talk about, uh, of just, like, how this is, like, a cyberpunk game. Or, like, I or just, like, you know, like, how this fits into, like, the cyberpunk genre, I guess. Mm. Like, what is your yeah. relationship to the cyberpunk genre, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like cyberpunk. And at the same time, I... I kind of don't totally know what it is. Like, I feel like I, it's not something I can, uh-huh. it's, it's one of the, I feel like one of the harder to define, like kind of specific genres, but it's also one of the most distinct and you can just feel it the second it's happening. Well, um, I feel like if you're like Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies. So I don't know if that tells you. Yeah. I think, yeah. I feel like Blade Runner is like one of the, the big like touchstones, but mm-hmm. I feel like probably both of us have, have not like gone deep into like cyberpunk. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's probably a lot of cyberpunk happening <laughs> that we're unaware of. Yeah. Like 
Because, like, in the 90s specifically was, I would say, like, the biggest time of, like, cyberpunk. When you yeah, had, like, um, sure. Neuromancer and... Uh, oh, yeah, because that's what invented the genre, right? I don't I'm know. Pretty sure. was Neuromancer... I'm pretty sure. I think it was after Blade Runner, though. I'm not sure, but... Well, and also, obviously, well, Blade Runner is, like, based off of, like, a 70s or 60s book. Um, hold on, hold on. I need to know. But this like for the sure. co- like the coining of the term, I think, was in the eighties. Um, oh, I guess it's maybe not. Why do I? Is it? Did it inspire? No, because do androids dream of electric sheep? Hmm. I remember when I was really into Blade Runner, I constantly heard about Neuromancer. Yeah, it's like one of the big, like, big ones, I think. But maybe people like do talk about it like it's the first, but it's not actually. Yeah, because it says on Wikipedia that the that like uh, the a 1968 no- novel called Nova is one of the major forerunners of the cyberpunk movement. Yeah, and then yeah, I think there's like Dream of Electric Sheep, which inspired yeah um, Blade Runner. Yeah, I think there's things. like pre. I think those things are maybe like pre cyberpunk that are now like like oh like this is like where cyberpunk came from, you know. But obviously, yeah. like, they weren't called cyberpunk at the time. <laughs> yeah, of course, um, yeah. Because I think, like, also something that those, I'm assuming, don't have as, like, of, like, part of the cyberpunk aesthetic is, like, the, like, punk, the more punkier aspects of it, of, like, yeah, things being, you know, like... It's, it's, it's funny. There's very little punk in cyberpunk, if we're being honest. I mean, there's punk, there's punk in Blade Runner, for sure. Like... I guess. <laughs> I mean, just in There's like punks. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's more. It's. I feel like there's a couple of ways you could interpret the punk, of like <laughs> it being like the like aesthetic, like, like the way like people dress and stuff. And I feel like the like um, replicants in Blade Runner, and just kind of like the like street, kind of like. Oh, you are right, yeah. Um, kind of like those like shots are very like contain like punk aesthetic. But then there's also the like like anti-establishment like part of cyberpunk, I feel like. Because I feel like like, cyber, like one of the big through lines of cyberpunk is like the world has become like overrun with or like Con- is now controlled just by like giant corporations it's like yeah. capitalism has like completely like run amok and like everyone is being controlled by these corporations and like the heroes are often like people like in system shock where like you're like a hacker yeah. or i mean like the the main character or whatever is like a hacker or something who are like yeah. able to like push back against those like yeah those like giant corporations and stuff. Yeah. And I, th- I feel like almost what it is, one of like, you could almost say this is part of the definition is that it is cat. It's like 
capitalist dystopia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's because like, like capitalist and technology is not like technology yeah. dystopia. Because also yeah, because 1984 isn't cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. But in exactly. part because it's not capitalist. It's like government control. Right. 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 Um, but then I was going to say, I feel like what you like, this is, this is what it is, Devin. And I'm going to tell you what it is because this is what it is, <laughs> uh-huh. is that in cyberpunk as a genre, yeah. the name comes from an essential element of the civilization, which are the cyberpunks uh-huh. because like, yeah, like, like you're saying the replicants, mm-hmm. they are cyberpunks. Uh-huh. Um, um, but like, like the main character in System Shock. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. He is a cyberpunk. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Cuz that's the other thing is like a, there's a lot of like um people like melding with machines in Cyberpunk. Like you mm-hmm. could say like replicants are kind of that in Blade Runner, but also like in other yeah, in other stuff it's like, you know, like literally like like yeah, like doing surgery to like give yourself yeah. like super super eyes or whatever whatever it yeah. is <laughs> or like rear view vision or yeah. like a flashlight like you yeah, like 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 yeah, system like, shock is a perfect yeah, like, like you know how like you can't use a flashlight in the, unless you like have <laughs> surgery to install yeah. it on you <laughs> unless you like biotech yourself yeah into a flashlight person yeah um yeah and they're the cyberpunks because mm-hmm. like deckard isn't a cyberpunk yeah a... even though he's the main character yeah and if you took out the replicants, it's still cyberpunk, though. Mm-hmm. Because because of the so, like the the what is the what is the the corporation in that in that called? Is it is it the oh, what is or it? something? I want to say Oscorp. <laughs> is is Spider Man cyberpunk? <laughs> I think it is. Spider Man a hacker? I. I think he actually kind of is. I feel like I feel like there probably is. is a version of Spider-Man where he is a hacker. There is a version of Spider-Man <laughs> that is cyberpunk. One of the like uh, multi multiverse spiders <laughs> well, is Hacker Man. Hacker Man. <laughs> Spider hack. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing while skimming the Wikipedia page what the company is called, but yeah, well, you know what I'm talking about. It's Oscorp, yeah. So, um, <laughs> the big pyramid in the big pyramid building, yeah. But it's also cyberpunk because there's like swelling analog synthesizers, <laughs> and like, uh, uh, like, just like unremarked upon like Japanese advertisements everywhere. <laughs> Is there anything Japanese in System Shock? I don't think so. Because I feel like it's it's almost one of the like hallmarks of cyberpunk is Japanese stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's because like in the 80s, especially like when cyberpunk was like yeah. becoming a thing, like there was all like all this like uh, anxiety about the Japanese, <laughs> like becoming like this like huge economic power. Have we talked about this before? We have, yeah. In the pod? I think I think at the beginning of season one or something. <laughs> we're talking about the Nintendo, like when the Nintendo came out or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like looking back, it's like we had, did we didn't we had nothing to worry about. They were just doing well. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Why were we so intimidated by that? Yeah. It's the same. It's like similar to like uh, like how people feel about China now. Yeah. Um, there's obviously yeah. like different factors in that, but like, yeah, I would say like a lot of people, it's probably just like a similar, like kind of like gut, like, yeah, like, oh, it's scary. <laughs> Yeah, you know, actually, it probably is the same thing where it's like like a highly advanced, like wealthy, mm-hmm. like um, technologically advanced, like society that like is just like very foreign understand. to us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that like feels like like um, I don't know, like somehow like antithetical to like your own like society or something to American values. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, basically all of that is in system shock, I would say. <laughs> Minus the uh like uh Asian <laughs> like yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah. It really it it system shock is kind of like it could be used as a hallmark of the cyberpunk genre if it were more well known. Mm-hmm. Um But also I think it's so like Obviously, you're like you're hacking into this corporation that owns this thing, and then like, I think part of what is like happening on the space station, and that's like something that reoccurs. I would say is like the reoccurring element in like the shock games, <laughs> which yeah, <laughs> I love when people say that. <laughs> when they say that, do they include Bioshock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why they say that. Yeah, it's like System Shock and Bioshock. I don't think there's other ones, really. Okay. <laughs> um, but, like, I at least from playing this and Bioshock, I would say, like, one of the reoccurring things that, like, ties them together is, like, that you're in this, like, space that's, like, supposed to be, like, utopian, mm-hmm. but it's actually dystopian. Mm. Or, like, because, like, as you're going through the... Well, obviously, like you're in this this dystopia, <laughs> but when you're yeah. playing it, but like, uh, when you get to like the whole like genetics stuff in System Shock, mm. and like there's like these like um like ads or I don't, like there's like screens everywhere in System Shock, and like some of the like mm-hmm. some of them will have like slogans and stuff on it, and like the one that stuck out to me is like. Um, that reoccurs is it's like perfection through genetics Mm. and it's like that's like literally just like nazi stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like and it's like so it's like obviously like that's gonna go wrong and of course like that's where all like the like monsters and stuff come from yeah um but yeah it's just like i think that's 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 really interesting of like um and also not something, I mean, kind of, I guess, but not something that's always in, um, like, a cyberpunk, like, narrative, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. But but it but it all ties back into, like, these corporations that, like, control everything are, like, saying they're doing stuff, like, for the good of people. But, like, obviously, <laughs> like, obviously it's going to go bad. Like, that's just... Yeah. Like, when you have, like, these places that have, like, too much power, like, I mean, like, we literally already live in, like, 
a cyberpunk dystopia basically yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah like there's already like only like 10 companies in the world or whatever literally yeah that's probably what do you think that's why cyberpunk is getting like very popular again kind of like yeah probably um i would i would say it's like probably does like resonate with a lot of people <laughs> but mm-hmm. again I don't, I don't know when it would have stopped doing that also maybe yeah. like yeah like if they if it was happening in the 80s and 90s and it's like yeah what nothing is i nothing guess got probably what happened was like 9 11 <laughs> and like oh people were like distracted you know like from like the more like domestic problems and we're like oh like all our problems are in the middle east like (laughs) yeah that's where the real problems in the world are (laughs) clearly i also feel like man like i don't know if that ties into this but i feel like there's a distinction between like kind of any kind of dystopian fiction Mm -hmm. there's like anti there's like the fear of government Mm mm-hmm and there's fear of capitalism. And I feel like there's different points in history. Is this true where like different points in modern history where like one is more prevalent than the other? Um, because it's probably. like, I want, cause I feel like, um, like the, I feel like the early, cause like America specifically has like, had like utopia movements and stuff mm-hmm. and like utopian, like literature as like a genre, I think started in, like in in America and like of course like utopia like the thing with utopia is like it was it's always it always like leads to dystopia essentially where it's like yeah. it always falls apart like yeah. somehow um but i feel like yeah in those early ones it's it's more obviously like anti like government where it's like we're going to just like have our own community that's not governed by like anyone outside of our like our mm-hmm. own like town or you know whatever they are yeah but then yeah i feel like we don't have like no one right like no one actually like thinks of utopias anymore <laughs> like you know what yeah. I mean? like it always just is straight to dystopia at this point yeah we, we've been <laughs> way more fascinated with dystopia than utopia for like a long time at this point yeah um <laughs> yeah but I think there's, I, I think what I'm thinking of is that there's like, there was like a time when it was like, the the idea was like, oh no, the government's listening to us. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want the government to hear yeah. what we say on the phone. And now, like, I feel like people don't really care about that. Now we're concerned about Alexa hearing what we have to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is far scarier in my opinion. With, <laughs> now that you've bought an Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have Alexa fly, anymore. To France? Oh, okay. No. Okay. No. I'm Alexa free, <laughs> but I do have Siri. Yeah. So, um, well, I feel like that you could also see maybe as like in, in like the frame of history of like the like anti or like the government kind of like dystopia probably was more prevalent during like the cold war and stuff when it was like, yeah, exactly. Everyone yeah. was scared of Russia and like what their conception of like communism was of like, they, mm-hmm. They're constantly in control of you and stuff. Yeah. Versus 
I don't, maybe that'll make a comeback with like China yeah, and stuff. But that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and I guess like New Russia, <laughs> but like hmm. New New Russia, <laughs> the country Fallout New Russia. Russia. <laughs> I would I would definitely play that. <laughs> um, but yeah, after after the Cold War ended, probably became more like. Like the 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 powers you're hearing about are more like like companies really, yeah. And like especially these days, like post like two thousand like eight or whatever, like post like Facebook and Twitter be- becoming really big mm-hmm. and Google and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, but we also have government problems. So it's, now yeah. we kind of have both. It's yeah. kind of like a well. Now there's like <laughs> now there's like problem. The problem is like. Like the corporations that have all of our information just telling the government <laughs> or <Yeah>. not. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, the other, the other thing that I think is interesting about like Shodan specifically as like a villain um, is that like, so like once again, like clearly just like a thing set up by. A corporation to like fail like in the sense of like like you you made this like all-powerful thing to control <laughs> to control yeah. your space station and like all like it would it just takes one thing to like set it off essentially and like yeah. every then it has control over everything um but also it's like um diego the like executive hires you to like hack her to turn off her ethical restraints Mm -hmm. and obviously like she's like man-made or whatever like and obviously is like human in some way right like because she like talks and like yeah like she's not just like a computer that has no like she has emotions (laughs) yeah um she has like like, she gets mad and like ego yeah Yeah, exactly exactly yes exactly she has ego yeah like she she like the reason she's doing what she's doing is basically because she wants to like prove her supremacy over like humans. She's like, I'm better mm. than, than yeah. you guys. Like I'm going to like destroy the earth <laughs> to prove that. <laughs> um, and so like, I don't know. I just think like that whole thing is, is really interesting that like she's human created and like that because she's human created is basically like what leads her to like wanting to destroy humans. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. if, if she was like a perfect quote unquote, like machine where it was like purely just like, like about like regulating the temperature or whatever, like if she was like a thermostat, instead of, like, a thinking thing (laughs) that, like, thought in human ways, like, it wouldn't be a problem. But it's because, like, again, probably, like, it's the same kind of, like, thing that Blade Runner is, like, talking about, I guess, with the replicants of, like, Mm. if they, like, because, like, uh, once again, like, some corporation made made the replicants to be, like, workers or whatever, but to make them workers they made them like human and 
Yeah. Because they made them yeah. human, like they didn't want to just be machines. <laughs> like they didn't want to be yeah. controlled. Um Yeah. Humanity is the problem. Humanity is the is the real virus. <laughs> <laughs> We're the mutants. <laughs> Um, We're the ones with the weird shaped heads, big white eyes. <laughs> yeah, you you find a mirror in the game. That's what you. Look like. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I that's what I just wanted to talk about the story because like I feel like this is like the first time there's actually been like something interesting to talk about <laughs> with this story. Yeah, like um, I feel like it still holds up. Like, oh, one hundred percent. Like it th- I mean, so much yeah. of this game holds Does not, up 100%. Yeah, it's really just like the controls. Are like, even when they've been like updated, like it still feels like you can get used to it for sure. Mm-hmm. But it still feels like kind of like clunky and and dated. But like, yeah, like yeah. as far as like the design, like it's it yeah. feels like so bizarrely modern. Like. <laughs> Yeah, and just like like I'm really scared it, it, <laughs> to play the our next game Daggerfall after playing this. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> this, this is gonna feel like very old. I'm sure. Oh, uh, it's gonna be yeah, definitely a step backwards yeah. in like so many ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and I mean even even going back to the controls, it's not even that bad. Yeah, like no. if if you just like and especially with the like upgrades to come with the port. Like yeah. if you th- like this game needs so little fix to be like 0% dated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and that's what's going to be interesting with the remake. Yes. What a natural segue. <laughs> that is supposedly coming out this year. Is it this year? Wow. It, like when yeah, it like says 2022. Oh man. But and also yeah, I, they've been making it for a million yeah. like how many years i don't even know like a, a million years <laughs> is it a million years? like five plus years i, I guess i could look up yeah. when that kickstarter was <clears throat> um yeah but that i mean it with like i'm sure you've seen the video right of like the demo and stuff uh-huh. i watched it's the, like um, it l- oh the kickstarter was in 2016 so wow almost six okay, years i didn't realize that um um but I watched. There's a uh, no clip documentary. Did you watch oh, it? I was going to tell you about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I watched that last <laughs> night. Yeah, um, uh, I was just about. I was. I'm literally looking up right now to see when that video came out. That came out um, two years ago, I think. Okay. Um, but but yeah. yeah, that because the. I mean, just the like the visual. Okay, so I I wanted to see what you thought about this because yeah. in the like demo video. One, it's so funny and surreal to see like a perfect remake of the map of the first few areas, yeah. but just like made to look like a like a like a modern game. Like a yeah, yeah. like it looks like a it looks like a PS4 like mm-hmm. like just like a you know shooting like game. Standard game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and but it looks like really pretty and nice yeah. and dark. But it's um, <clears throat> but it's the exact same layout. Um. And I think it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Just based off that, I'd be interested in playing that. But I definitely this as soon as I saw it, I was very like upset with the difference in tone. Where when you turn on System Shock, 
the the old version. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> like the music, uh-huh. and there's million things on the. It's so colorful and yeah. neon and like uh-huh. and like outlandish and like like uh, techno y. Yeah. Whereas now it's just like it just looks like Bioshock. Like it's like dark, like yeah. like kind of like damp, like um, sci fi look. And it looks nice, but I just feel like they lost like a huge part of the tone that was like my the first thing that I loved about it. Yeah. Like, I wonder if, um, um, I wonder what it, cause like, again, are you talking about like the video from like, from the Kickstarter? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, and truly I don't know if it's changed significantly since then. Right. Like, especially I given like what was in that no ago. clip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how they went through a lot of changes in the original piece. I think, I actually thought in that note clip, like he was referencing what I'm talking about, where he said that the people that worked with him on it, that then left the team mm-hmm. after they switched from Unity, yeah. they were mad about the tone that they wanted not being preserved. And I wonder if that was like... Well, no, I got the feeling that like what happened was they like they released that thing, they did the Kickstarter, and it was like successful. And then after that, they started like changing it. And that's when mm. that's when those people left. And then he said, like, oh, yeah. it's really kind of insane that then, like, they worked. I don't know. He didn't, like, say how long of, like, there was mm-hmm. between. But it seemed like could have been, like, a year or, or more yeah. of, like, them working on, a no, like, another version of the game. And then being, like, no, like, this isn't right. And then he, like, got the old team to come back. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually kind of amazing yeah. that he just like he got he got everyone to just like go back on leaving. Like, yeah. Got the the gang back together. Yeah. I'm trying to look if there's like I went to like the website for it and there's like no like even like screenshots. <laughs> Is that Oh god. It doesn't, that doesn't bode well. Uh But I'm But yeah, I am I'm curious. And I think that if they, it, unless like there's something obviously bad about it that they fuck up, yeah. Um, I feel like it like legitimately could like have a huge audience because if you just made it look modern and play really easy, mm-hmm. then you just get to rely on like the yeah. awesome design and story and everything that's amazing about it. Yeah. And then it's just like that's gonna be the greatest game. Like that'll be <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh yeah, so especially if they can like give. I feel like there's ways you can make things even more intense, like the different points when Shodan is like having her big moments. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm curious what they're gonna say. do because I feel like def- like the weakest part of the game is the combat. Um, yeah, for sure. Like I'm yeah. curious if they're gonna like what they're gonna change about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like that is like absolutely like the one point where it's like oh yeah doom is like obviously way better like yeah and and feels more like a yeah. modern like shooter in, yeah. in the way that like the shooting works um yeah. and also just like the enemy like how the enemies like um react to you and stuff yeah yeah because in we didn't even really talk about the combat we we could have done a whole thing about that but like it's just like i they, i feel like half the time they don't even react to you like in System Shock, like mm-hmm. or like they they like it just feels so like sluggish the way they come at you, and then whenever someone shoots at you, it's like way 
too hard to fight them sometimes. <laughs> like, uh-huh. yeah, they'll, they'll shoot you and, very fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's like, and then also, um, I hated in the, at least in the first level, I just like certain parts where like, you're just going, when you're backtracking, just new enemies spawn. It's like, just let, just let me run around and look for stuff. Don't make <laughs> me deal with this right now. That's the only, well, I, there are, there are multiple places where like enemies will keep spawning, but most of them, like there's on a lot of the levels, there's like a thing where you can turn off a thing that's like making new robots Oh, I think that, oh, that's what that does. Oh, okay. yeah. But then, like the second oh, yeah, level but, where the mutants are, I think is the only one where it's like, yeah, they're just they're never gonna. Maybe stop. it's just the mutants. I think it is just the mutants. Yeah, which is makes it especially annoying. Although I bet when later but, when it's like, yeah, yeah, you you yeah. they eventually become like no problem. Yeah. Um. But then, like, uh, kind of uh, an interesting thing about this remake being made is at the same time system shock three is being made. yeah yeah <laughs> and like the, i don't think there's very much known at all about it but like uh it's it's also been like being made for a very long time i think yeah wasn't it in 2015 that it was announced or like started let's see 2015, yeah. So even a yeah. year before the remake, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and do you, is it this? Is it any of the same people? No. Um, Yikes! It's so Night Dive Studios, who's who did the like remaster, yeah, and is doing the remake, owns the mm-hmm. rights to System Shock now. Oh, because also that was that was one of the weird things in that video was like yeah where there were like no one like knew like why system shock you couldn't buy system shock anymore and like just like this random like like company just like oh, had what, it. what was the company what like they did something totally unrelated was it like i think they were just like one of those companies that just like buys stuff and just like <laughs> just like holds it you know yeah. like and just like we'll like sell it, it was later. not a video game company no basically. it was just like like it was just like a licensing company or whatever. So and like one of the funny things is like they they like got the license and then they like they like like told Gog or whatever and they were like Gog didn't believe us. Yeah. That like we had the <laughs> like we had the right to release the game. <laughs> um Oh, it's so funny. But so they um they gave the system shock system shock three to system sock system sock to other side entertainment which is a okay it's a like it was like a new company i think that was formed from people who had worked on both one and two um okay, okay. among them uh paul nerath there you go nice okay okay um, Shodan's original voice actress would also return. Yes. Um, but at some point, like, uh, in 2020, uh, they, like, it moved over to uh, that Tencent would be making it from now on. Hmm. Like, I think, 
they like they did release like a trailer or something and like people were like this looks really bad <laughs> or, oh, or no. something um and okay they were also like uh apparently very behind schedule and people were getting laid off um so yeah it seems like just things have now been going well <laughs> who knows oh, But I think it's fine. If System Shock 3 yeah. never comes out, like it's still fine. It was like that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, like yeah. still great, and like I'm really interested in playing two because like yeah, that's the one that like like was actually more popular. I think like that's the one you yeah, see like, referenced all the time. Yeah, I get the impression that, that one is like people. A lot of people said it's. It seemed like um, it had like. It, it didn't have the problems that one has mm-hmm. and it's more famous and people like it more. It's like, what is <laughs> yeah. the better version of this? Yeah. I think some people like the first one better, but I think it is on like oh, minor, yeah. minority like opinion. And also I think just most yeah. people like haven't played the first one. Like still. Yeah. Oh, guess. interesting. Yeah. Um, like that's, that's the feeling I get is like, cause, um, when I was trying to like, I was trying to find like where they had talked about, um, the, that, that poetry anthology. And so I was like Googling that and I found an article that was like, uh, on some website, I don't know, some gaming website that was like, it was like the history of the, um, audio log. And it was, and it was like, but it was just talking about system shock two. And it was like, do you not re- like? Do you hmm. not know that like this was also in the first one? Like, <laughs> it's very strange. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, so that's that's it for this episode. Um, that's System Shock. Okay. Next yeah, we, or yeah. <laughs> this series of episodes, I guess at this point. <laughs> uh, and next time we will be finally entering Todd World. <laughs> God, literally. How many episodes <laughs> in are we to finally come to the person that is on paper the subject of the season? What if what if on the twentieth episode of the first season we played the first Miyamoto game? It sounds like a there good weren't season. even twenty games before that first game that we played. I feel like <laughs> in season one, like in existence, yeah. Just we just be playing like pinball machines. <laughs> no, we would have been playing the games in this season. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would have been our only we option. Playing Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, the, the the Elder Scrolls Daggerfall. Um, For those playing along at yeah, home, which is like I you can get free. So. Oh really? That's cool. Yeah, you can that's just like download it. it from, like you get it for free on GOG. I think you can just get it for free on GOG, maybe. But you also get it like when you buy any Bethesda game, and then you can also <laughs> like, so funny. I think just download it from Bethesda's website or something. Do you think Gog would sponsor us? <laughs> Honestly, we should not reach out to them because they'll sue us. <laughs> for we can have like Goggin uh, with Goggin with Gog as like a segment Ooh. or something. <laughs> we just we just like phone call. An employee, Mr. Gog. Gog. 
Mr. Gog himself. That's you. You're Mr. Gog. It's me talking to myself. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Bye-bye.